Hello people, this is Harry here. It is nine or ten days out from Christmas and I just included that to give a timestamp as to where we were in the year. That is all that that was. So I woke up this morning and I got a message on my Facebook Messenger from a friend who is a fellow magician in Auckland. I won't name him uh, just to keep his anonymity and just to preserve his identity. He's a good friend. He's a magician in Auckland, very talented magician, very great sleight of hand artist. And he's someone that I've been interacting with quite a lot over the last few weeks because obviously my teaching course is over and so I've got some time and so a lot more time to chuck into catching up with the magic community. So anyway, he sends me this video in on Facebook Messenger and it's a video about Darren Brown on Netflix and the title was something along the lines of, I don't have the title with me, but the, it was something along the lines of why Netflix is dumbing down Darren Brown's material. And if anyone knows me as a performer, and this is probably something that unless you've watched my vlogs or if you're close to me, then you probably won't know. But just for me personally, the top of my hierarchy of inspirations when it comes to magic has always been, and I'm, I'm guessing will probably always be Darren Brown. He'll always be at the top. He's the one who got me into it. And watching his specials when I was younger was just such a, first of all, such a shakeup of my life and it was just, uh, he. He pulled me, I don't know how, but maybe it was the escapist element of his TV shows, but watching his material when I was younger helped me through a lot of personal issues. And I don't mean, it was just indirect. And I, I think it's because of the sort of escapist element and, you know, he's, he's such a great showman. And so when you watch his stuff, you're instantly pulled into his world and you can just let go of what is ha whatever's happening in your personal life and of course he's got this whole strain throughout his work more apparent these days of course of having a sort of life coach-esque narrative and sort of his shows lately have built up to a point where it's trying to communicate a central, simple piece of wisdom that he's gathered in his life. Um, and so that's, that's just a bit of context uh, of my appreciation of him and his career. And that's just who I am. I've just always liked him. He was my, he's my inspiration and he will continue to be that for me. What I liked about this video that I watched was 
it was quite refreshing for me given that context of how much I enjoy Darren's material in the sense that the video is obviously made by a YouTube commentator uh, who I think I had a brief look at, at his profile. I think he does things deliberately about Netflix and it was like a 15 minute video. It was very entertaining. It was really funny and it was very obviously a comedic commentary on something which which I found really really refreshing and funny and entertaining because it didn't glorify Darren's material and Darren's career in the typical sense that most magicians might be inclined to or most people might be inclined to and I very much admit that I am very much in that category because obviously I really admire him but it was so good to watch a video that makes Darren sort of objective and to bring what he was doing into an objective space and I found myself as I was watching looking at these things in a completely new way it was like it was like things that I assumed and just sort of always categorized as being yeah that's Darren stuff that's um that's always been really cool in my head I've always thought of things like all his stunts and stuff I've I've never really had much of a problem with uh, a lot of his material and I've always really admired what he does if, if for nothing else probably just on principle of just being a fan of his and so I just sort of you know I let whatever direction his stuff is going in to develop and that's that's just me and a lot of people are well I know a lot of people in many areas of life who do not take such a lax view about something they enjoy um, an example being of course Darren in the magic community I know I know and have met a lot of people who you know they love the stuff that he did in, in his earlier material and then but once it's once it changed once it morphed into that sort of narrative like the apocalypse series and the hero at 30,000 feet once it morphed into that sort of narrative story building up to the central message and and point of wisdom that's that's the point at which a lot of magicians and mentalists from what i've heard that's when he lost them as fans and i get i get that like People often think that I, I like to glorify his material and I, I suppose like because I'm a big fan and he inspires me I'm sort of unconsciously biased towards glorifying his material but I absolutely see that point of you know this is what Darren meant to you as a as a name brand and now he's moved with that so I'm sort of mixed on that sort of argument. The the other argument which falls in parallel is something that sits in my personal artistic life because I, I listen to a lot of music and I follow and have been following this band for a number of years. They're called Muse. They're a three-piece rock band from Devon, England. I think Tainmouth. Tainmouth? Yeah, Devon. 
Devon in England and I've been following their music for ages like I saw a concert of theirs in 2007 in Auckland it was the first concert I ever went to and it absolutely changed my life I would not be the creative being that I am in any sense if it wasn't for seeing that concert live it was the single most life-changing moment in my life I mean there are a handful of other things that sort of sort of sit equal but that was that is one of the big things in my life and the thing with Muse is uh, during that time when they were touring in 2007 and 2008 they were around that period they had just released their album Black Holes and Revelations and unanimously across the fan base everyone agrees that that was sort of the golden era for them they were they were putting out this great music they were touring they, they were the greatest live act they got all these awards and everything and that is just the way the way it was they released black holes and revelations the album before that absolution their fan base unanimously across the fan base across anyone that's heard any of Muse's material they always say Absolution is the hands-down best album in their in their discography and I would agree with that the problem is after they released Black Holes and after they finished that leg of touring they went into the studio and they started recording new music and they started to depart from whatever their name brand was and they started to go in their own direction and they've continued that trend on for the last three or four albums which has frankly pissed off a lot of fans just based on my experience and it's exactly the same thing it's these fans have a picture and an idea and an image in their heads of what they want their artist to be but their once that artist moves away from that very specific framing position in the fans head they lose them as fans now obviously I get that view but on the other hand I'm a little bit for me if you're if you're a fan of something it's not that you I see fandom as like a relationship I don't see it as a strict and I, I don't see it as a, like a strict square light boxed in category of what I think of an artist to be like inherently if you're an artist or if you're producing any sort of creative work the very definition of being an artist and the very def definition of being a creative is that you're constantly stripping whatever it is that came to define you you're stripping that right back down and then you're building yourself back up in a new sense in a new sense so naturally in the in the creative world that just translates to if you've built up this image if you've built up some sort of association with the in the public of who you are then naturally as a creative it's your job and i would argue it's almost in the genes of a true creative to want to move away from that to not be defined and to constantly reinvent yourself as something else which is why I personally think of fandoms as being like more like a relationship rather than 
a set expectation of fans on the on what they're a fan of like i don't i don't think the artists have any obligation in terms of what they put out their only obligation in my in my estimation is that they just need to produce whatever at the time speaks most powerfully to them because if they're a real true artist then that's exactly what would have made them create the things that made them popular and and famous and all those things you just i think it's i think it's very strict and i think overly demanding to place a sort of restriction on on what you think an artist should be i mean like fair enough just move away and just be like okay i'm not so much a fan of that stuff but i've i've met some people especially in in the muse argument i've met some people who got who got really angry about the fact that they've moved away from their whole absolution era type music anyway the point of that was just to outline my sort of views about fandom i sort of see it as like a relationship and I see it as an opportunity to move and mature and to grow with who you are but I realize and understand people who take the opposite view and who like to who like to have that boxed in framing of what they think someone is and to have that continually because people like to have things boxed in they like to identify things and that that's a comforting thing you know so I, I get that which is in a larger sense that's really why I, pre I appreciated this video because I'm such a big fan of Darren's but that also means I have a tendency to only see things that glorify his material or to take things as something that glorifies his material and this video was quite straightforward and very not critical but it was comedic and what i realized while i was watching was that as i said things that i naturally assumed and took for granted about darren's career and what makes him who he is in in people's minds i just always assumed that but then watching this video caused me to bring those things into an objective light and to see them objectively and to actually have a good look at them which is such a useful thing because you can gather so much information about your own personal biases your own personal thoughts and feelings and what you bring to something objective in front of you and you can unpack how things got bo boxed in the way they were in your own mind which led me to this thought that comedians in society just anyone who makes someone laugh or or just i think comedians in general i realized that comedians are just so so important in society in a in a free society that 
shares and debates and exchanges ideas comedians are so so important because their role essentially and this is what this video made me realize is the role of a comedian is to take the tapestry of culture and bring it under a microscope and to really analyze pick it apart and to in in some cases challenge it like if you think of all the all the great comedians who've been on stage the like for me that's um hmm, danny boy i really like danny boy billy connolly he's one of my favorites um lately i've been watching a lot of joe lycett i really like stand-up comedians and i think when you get a really really good stand-up comedian that's what they that's what they do they take things in the tapestry of culture and they bring it under a microscope and analyze it and examine it and cross-examine it and pull it to bits and and show you the results of that examination and when a comedian when a stand-up comedian gets up on stage and he does his job well he does that whole process for you in front of you and he serves it up for you on a platter but the thing is at the same time he's making you laugh as well which is why i think why i've always thought really that comedians are often the most truthful or can be some of the most truthful people in society because they can they have that artistic license to really take something and question it and not be too not be really combative about it like if you took it out of a comedian context or out of a comedy context and you really question something objectively then you you come under risk of other people you know really questioning your motives and really getting into a full-on scale debate about it but for a comedian their job is to float the idea to you and to leave it to you to make a decision about what you want to go away thinking about it and that's such a such a brilliant thing and, and that's something i didn't realize until well i always knew it but i couldn't really articulate it until I watched this video about about Darren because that's what happened to me I was watching it and a lot of the things that I took as assumed I was able to unpick and what and that's what the YouTube commentator facilitated in me because it was, it was really funny it was incredibly funny but incredibly funny in the sense that there was truth behind it and that's what was that was what was really cool and i really appreciated that and loved it because of how truthful it was and because it sort of broke down some of the overly glorified imagery that i have in my mind surrounding darren's career like not in a drastic sense but it just brought darren as a performer more in line with reality in my head and i think that's such a brilliant role of um of comedians in society which is why and i'm going to end this soon this is why i think that 
that comedians in society are just so important for this reason because they're they're the ones they're like a cultural data point they're like a cultural point of reference as to where things are going and how things are i think that you can identify how healthy a culture and society is by looking at the comedians and looking to see how honest they are how truthful they are and how much how much censorship that comedians have around them and their work because comedians inherently by what they do they are sort of underground bastions of freedom of speech because they can they can almost say anything on stage and it's this is why i think it's just like an idea in my head but this is why i think that the second that a society starts to restrict what comedians can say or can't say when they do their job that's I don't I never I don't think that's a good sign ever and hopefully that's that's not something that really happens to comedians or in some places continues to happen because it just it's just not a good thing because Yeah, it's not a good thing. If you're if you're a political party and you're restricting the speech of comedians, then you are essentially admitting that you can't be questioned and you and you unequivocally cannot be seen to be challenged on any point. And that is the job that is the job that is the function of a comedian to push and prod and challenge and dig into something and serve that investigation up on stage for the rest of society to look at and if you're a political party and you're tyrannical about your approach and you're essentially the precursors of a totalitarian government then you cannot have that at all because one of the one of the defining factors of a of a tyrannical government or a totalitarian government is they can't can't be laughed at and they can't they can't be seen to have holes in what they're doing because they think they have all the answers and comedians however low level comedians always present that risk for totalitarian governments because they serve up problems on a platter for the rest of society to think and mull over and and so that's why you need that's why you need comedians and that's why i really appreciated this video because it brought home a lot of things about the nature of comedy and you know to a lesser degree also just the the nature of my my relationship as a fan with darren brown like I'm still a I'm still a massive massive fan. He's still the top of my hierarchy in terms of my of role models and who I look up to. But there were bits and pieces from this video that helped me really to see things in a in a not a new light, new not a new light, but 
a more real light and I really appreciate that and it's uh it's really cool and so that's why that's why societies need comedians they're they're bearers of truth if, if their job is done well so that's all from me it's very close to Christmas so if I don't speak to you guys again have a lovely Christmas and a happy new year talk to you soon bye